0: Welcome to another episode of Girlfriend's Guide Podcast. I'm your host, Tati. And I'm your host, Ellie. And Girlfriend's Guide, this is our first YouTube video, as we mentioned. If you're new to us, we have new new audio every other Monday, and now new video the same week as the audio every other Wednesday. So now you're able to see our lovely faces,
1: as you can this see. Isn't that amazing, guys? <laughs> I'm so excited I was that. waiting. I was waiting to say this. Please subscribe to our channel. I know. Click I don't the know. the notification wherever. Wherever. click yeah, <laughs> the
0: notification bell. That's what the YouTubers do. So click the notification bell. That way you are reminded every time a new YouTube video launches. And also subscribe to where you listen to podcasts. Just because, just in case you're in the car, you don't have time to watch. You can listen. This is so weird.
1: I think you guys are going to be so excited for this um, episode today. Because mm-hmm. I think this episode needed our face expression. Yes. Um, so you guys are going to get that. And you're going to get also someone else's face expressions. Here we
0: will We'll get to that soon. We'll get to that soon. Um, so if you guys are new to us, we always do a little catch up. Oh, I don't even know. We kind of did a catch up for another episode that was in the same week. So I yeah. don't even know really
1: what is there to catch up on for me. There's nothing really much to catch no. up. You know, no. it's a new year. We're still pushing through. We're not going to be oh discouraged.
0: Oh, oh, happy Martin Luther King Day, because yes. that's the day we're recording. Inauguration is this Wednesday. I'm speaking it into existence, because the inauguration will happen by the time you guys have our... It's going to go smoothly. No lives will be lost in any of the states in the country, and it's going to go well, and that's what it is. Yes. So I'm hoping that this is true. Um, By the time this comes out, it would already have been the anniversary for um Kobe. Yes. But rest in peace. That Listen. is still it's hard to believe it's very i told ellie i'm gonna have to like mute shade room spiritual world all the spiritual word all of those i just Mm -hmm. i can't see it i just can't see even if it's the good stuff it's just still so hard i'm still recovering i don't i don't i don't want to see see it
1: um i'm happy to say that this is girlfriend's guide one year anniversary yeah this is the week yeah so last year um, on mlk day we released our first released, episode, yeah, and you, our listeners, are um, have stayed consistent. You yes. guys have been riding with us through Corona and everything. Through the corona. whole panoramic. <laughs> you guys didn't give up on us, um, so this is our one year, and we're happy that we can release our. Um, Our first YouTube YouTube. video around the same time. So thank you guys for sticking with us. Thank you guys so, so, so much.
0: We appreciate that. Yeah. Um, So after we do, for those of you, after we do a catch up, you know, meme of the week, sometimes we do an icebreaker. But since we have a guest, we're trying to get it. it I'm trying to get into this episode. Exactly. Mm. Trying
1: to get in it.
0: Meme of the week are usually a meme or a quote or a thing. Today we have a fun fact. Fun fact. And this fun fact is brought to you War- by our
1: guests. Warning. I want to give a trigger warning to my fellas. To Some skin, men. Because they feel attacked
0: by this fun fact. No. It's not us, it's science. It's not us, it's God. So take it up with I don't know. And it's not us. We're just relaying the facts. So- if you feel hurt, <laughs> if you feel hurt, you can come talk to us. we can't can't help you we can't help you so one fact a penis is just an extra enlarged clitoris that is a fun fact that is something i heard but never really but it's a it's a fact it's a fact so um i'm it's a fact <laughs> you know, you know it's Something I, I shouldn't say this, but you know when they say men are pussy, it makes a lot more sense now. Oh, Tati, no, 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 no! A lot more sense now. No, we're not. We're it not. Makes a lot more we're, sense.
1: we're not saying. I'm, I'm not saying that. I say it makes more. On behalf sense. of my fellas, I'm not going to agree with my fellow <laughs> podcaster right here. I'm not. I'm going not to say saying that. it's true. I'm not saying it's true. I'm saying the saying
0: <laughs> it makes on a scientific level. This is our first now.
1: YouTube, and I want our fellas to stay, stick with us, so we're going to move on. We're going to move on. I love you guys. <laughs> you guys know this.
0: Anyways, so our guest is woo, woo, woo. Taja Ricketts, the owner of Satin Kiss. Oh, I can't wait to get into Satin Kiss and what that's about.
1: I do want to say, if you guys see us looking over here, it's because Tasha's over here. On our screen. <laughs> on our and, screen. <laughs> um, and Shout out to Taja,
0: because we, we were running on um, Black People Time today because it was just a lot of technical issues that we just weren't aware of with this being our first YouTube. And she's still here and she's still recording with us. So thank you so much. I ain't gonna wear <laughs> oh, yes, please. To our audience. Thank you for being our first YouTube guest. <laughs> okay. Hey. How's it
2: I'm excited, oh! (laughs) But technical difficulties and all, it's fine. It's fine. This is the first one. We need all the all mistakes out the way. Get that first one out, and then you know, we're fine.
1: We're gonna have fun. Yeah, definitely. So, Tasha, tell us about yourself. (laughs) (laughs) Well, (laughs) (laughs) I hate so. So What do you want to know? Do you want to know what I do? Do you want to know? We want to know what you do. How you got into it? Yeah. Mm -hmm.
2: Okay um so uh first of all thanks for having me on the show i am so excited i've been looking forward to this for like a few weeks mm-hmm. um so again my name is Taja ricketts i'm the owner of satin kiss and i help people lead healthy happy sex
1: lives mm-hmm. so yes we've about, uh, about sex <laughs> we've got to talk about all the things all of it all the things all of all the things <laughs> yes so
2: uh, so what I do? Uh, so I provide a curated shopping and education experience. So we have body-safe, sexual health and pleasure products. I also do one-on-one coaching and consulting, education workshops, uh, toy parties, which invite you know people of all genders, all ethnicities. I've done all male, all all women, you know co-ed parties. So it's it but it's different than like your usual you know toy party where it's like they bring whatever and you just kind of like show up and you get what you get yeah. um i do a questionnaire yeah. at of time to make sure that i'm bringing products that people are actually curious about and we talk like we get into it like we dish um nothing's off limit no such thing as tmi and we talk about all kinds of stuff and like get to touch the products and look at them and ask questions and talk about all your, your sexual questions so like i said satin, satin kiss is a lifestyle it's not just a, an online store where we're giving you all the things that it. you need pretty
1: much
0: <laughs> I, I'm, trying to live that I'm trying to live that so oh, i'm excited
1: for this episode mm-hmm. okay well i just we'll just let's, right dive, let's dive in and i think this it. topic is so important because um especially we say this in the haitian culture there mm-hmm. are topics like sex that is not discussed with us so we try to find it in other places Um, this episode Uh is not only to we're talking about sex but we are educating Mm -hmm. you guys and we want you guys to know this information exactly so first question so first question is and I feel like this question will be obvious to some and then this question be like, oh I never really thought about that let's just say I want to come up and say (laughs) I don't know the difference I don't know. Uh-huh. I had an embarrassing moment on live um, Instagram. Almost embarrassing. Almost embarrassing, but I stopped myself because there were people on there that I do care. Didn't their know. their opinion about yeah, their opinion.
0: There. So, Tabi, uh-huh. why don't you ask the question? Okay, so is there a difference between having an orgasm and coming? And we can break this yeah. answer down in terms of the definition of each. What is the difference? Mm -hmm. Are are they one and the same? I think this is something that I hear hear different answers. I just don't know. I don't know. So please help
2: us. First of all, people use the word, like coming is is pretty much slang that people use interchangeably to talk about an orgasm or ejaculation, which are two Mm -hmm. different things. Uh, they often happen at the same time, um, but orgasm is one of the five stages of the sexual of uh, the sex response. What do you call? It? Oh God, I'm messing it up. Um, so it's like one of the five stages of the sexual response cycle is what I mean. Um, so that's actually the peak of the plateau where the muscles contract in the pelvic region. Um, ejaculation is the expulsion of fluids. So that is, you know, a, a vulva can ejaculate, a penis can ejaculate. The, the fluids are somewhat similar, but a penis is going to have like the actual sperm and other seminal fluids and other a mixture of other things that come from like the prostate and the other um, other parts of the testicles. So they are, it's like they can happen at the same time. Like someone can have an orgasm, they can have a dry orgasm, where it's like they, the muscles in the pelvic region contract. It's like after they reach plateau and they reach their peak, but nothing comes out. That happens. Um, it's, okay. it, it, if, it's a concerning thing, then it's something maybe you talk to your doctor about, but it's not like a terrible thing to happen. Um, a person can also ejaculate without, you know, reaching orgasm. Like there are certain things that you could do, for example, manipulating the prostate in a certain way where you could ejaculate and it'll feel really nice, but not necessarily be an orgasm. So they're one, there are are two different processes that can happen at the same time and more often than not do happen at the same time, but they are two different things. Um so, um, so yeah, but people just call um, it coming.
1: You know, <laughs> That's that, so really- that girls do have, um, girls come, but they don't have an orgasm. orgasm. So, which one is more likely?
2: So, coming, so usually people, when they say that someone's coming, uh, that you know, it's, they're usually referring to mm-hmm. the orgasm. Um, so women can, you know, come, meaning like they can have like an orgasm, um, uh, which is the uh, contracting of, it's like an involuntary contracting of the, the pelvic muscles um, and in and, and the release of all kinds of wonderful hormones and, and chemical reactions in the brain. It's its all the dopamine and everything else and, and, and the endorphins, all that wonderful stuff that happens that, that's like your reward for all the work you're doing. Um, that's part of the orgasm. So that's that's the experience. That's like the, the pain, you know what I mean? So um, yeah, so that can you can you can have an orgasm. People call it coming. Yeah, I mean, like you people, know, like um, when you reach that orgasm, um, and they call right. ejaculating coming too. So it's like, it, of course, people are going to get confused yeah. because of that. Um, but yeah, but, but but the main thing you have to understand is that when people are talking about coming, they're talking more like more likely than not talking about the orgasm. But the orgasm and ejaculation are two different processes, but they usually happen at the same
0: time. You exactly. get so one in the same. And that's where it gets confusing to understand because right. I know the conversations that I have with people when they say, "Oh yeah, I didn't come." They don't mean that. They mean I didn't orgasm, but they're just using yeah. that word. Right, that's confusing.
1: I know a lot of girls whose right. education. I know a lot of girls who are like, "Oh, I, I haven't. I've never had an orgasm." I you know, <laughs> ignore the world. <girl. laughs>
2: Listen, we need to fix that, okay? Every woman, we are built. We are literally built to have orgasms we have the clitoris the only purpose of the clitoris Mm. is pleasure that's it the orgasm Mm. is is often or you know vaginal and, and clitoral orgasms they're all centered within that wonderful bundle of nerves that is the clitoris which also extends into the body and wraps around the vagina so when you're experiencing pleasure in the vagina also and that that moment of orgasm more likely than not it's all because of the clitoris and I think, I think this statistic is about like 70% of women need clitoral stimulation Amazing. to orgasm. Um, yeah. So it's, it's, it's part of it anyway. So it, but at, we, come on now, we oh. deserve it. It's everybody oh. deserves pleasure. Everybody needs to come in their life on a regular basis. I would say at least once, but there's, you, you can come every day if you want. Like do that. It's, it's good you for your immune system. You do it yeah. like, all the time. You like know? figure out how to make yourself come first. And that's what I help people do is like
1: figure out what you like, what, your do your life. Life. Yeah. what yeah. Do you which leads us to the next, our next question mm-hmm. is, um, can you discuss, uh-huh. um, can you discuss the anatomy of the vagina, The that there's the two nerves that uh-huh. all lead to the clitoris? Um, and then uh-huh. what, what, what is every, like, can you explain that to us? Because I clearly don't know. So I think uh-huh. there's a lot of people who don't know. So can you just explain that to
2: us? I wish I had one of those pictures that just like would show up yeah. on the side <laughs> of like, here's the anatomy of the vagina. Okay. So. Uh, people call, so it's the vulva. So the, the, the part, the, the overall thing, the overall collection of sexual organs that we're going to refer to, we're going to call okay. it the vulva. Um, and then the vagina is actually the tubular part that goes okay. internally. Um, so we'll get to that later, but usually people talk about the vagina and it's like, no, 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 we're not going to call the whole thing. The vagina it's, We're we're calling it a vulva. Yeah. <laughs> it's going to be a collection. of things. But the vulva is like the external part of the vagina. You have the uh, labia majora, which are the outer lips, the labia minora, which are the inner lips that may or may not like mm-hmm. hang out a little bit, mm-hmm. which is fine if it does. Um, then you have the introitus or and, and the four-chat. So The forchette is like that very thin piece of skin at the bottom mm-hmm. of the vagina. Um, mm-hmm. And the introitus is the basically the entrance into the mm-hmm. vagina. Um, and then above that, you have the clitoris, the and then right of, underneath the clitoris, you have the urethra which is where the pee comes out the urine the, the the urethra and the vagina are two different things i remember when i was in school and we were learning about sex ed and i was like <laughs> <it."> <laughs> i remember like the first time like i had to be in like the fourth grade and
0: i was like oh there are two different things okay you, there's a you had one. sex okay, cool. in fourth grade uh, uh-huh. oh, the charter school didn't do that for me but the catholic school did not do that for me they do you know? that for me
2: I also want to credit my mother too because when I was about four or five, I asked her where babies come from. She pulled out an anatomy book and was like, All right, here we go. Here's this, here's this, and here's this. And so I said, Oh, okay. So someone has to do a thing, and babies come from here. Mm-hmm. So I was like, Okay. So I had, a, had some idea of what was going on, but then I, it kind of clicked one day. I was like, Oh, wait, there are two different yeah. things, two different places. Yeah. Okay. So anyway, um, yeah. So then you have the vagina, <clears throat> and then above the vagina is the cervix. And then above that is the uh mm-hmm. uterus inside the vagina there's called the urethral sponge which is which is the scientific term for the g zone or what people call mm-hmm. the g spot so it's not just like a little circle or one little thing it's like an entire strip that's attached to it's like right underneath the um the bladder and all that um and it's a it's a nice little spongy bundle of nerves so if you were to feel it's about two to three inches in uh to the vagina and it's more so so if you're laying mm-hmm. on your back it's in and it's up so mm-hmm. facing up that side closer to the where your bladder is so that's where the g spot is and anybody can find it and it's going to feel a little different so um it's going to feel different from the rest of the inside of the vagina so there are um there are ridgy areas in the vagina called mm-hmm. the rugae which mm-hmm. when you are aroused it expands out so it's gonna feel differently than everything else that little spongy area is gonna feel like oh, okay, there's that and then there's the rest of my vagina so it's like okay you can find the g-spot mm-hmm. that way um, mm-hmm. yeah so everyone has you again it's like two to three inches in um and everyone's is is you know sized differently every vagina mm-hmm. is a different size they're different they're tilted different it's it's yeah that's that's essentially what it is. Um, and then there are three primary, uh, nerves that connects to, uh, or that run throughout the vagina. Um, so you have the pudendal nerve, which is, um, responsible for pressure and mm-hmm. friction. Um, mm-hmm. and then you have the hypogastric nerve, which is responsible for the feeling of fullness. And then you have the pelvic nerve, which is <clears throat> responsible for pressure, um, Actually, no, the first one, the pudendal nerve, I'm sorry. The pudendal nerve is vibration and friction. Sorry, not pressure and friction. Um, but so you have pudendal, uh, which is uh, vibration and friction. You have the hypogastric nerve, which is responsible for the feeling of fullness. And then you have the uh, pelvic nerve, which is responsible for the feeling of pressure. And they all come together um, at the G spot. So that's where you're going to feel all of those things, no matter like what m- method you use of stimulation. At, on the G spot is probably gonna get you there. Although everybody likes. Right.
1: Different okay. Things. Um, I hear often that, like, you know, oh, his dick was small, his dick was big. So you know, girls always compare dick size and the pleasure. So does dick size matter? Yeah. <laughs> it, it matters,
2: but 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 <laughs> here's the thing. <laughs> her, her face. Yeah. yeah. It does. Really. <laughs> Okay. but here's the thing though, here's the thing. It it matters in the sense that not every large having a large penis doesn't mean that it's just a catch-all for everyone. Not everybody wants mm-hmm. a large penis, but I'll it does matter right. in the sense oh, that right. it's going to deter- it's going to change the feeling. So, um okay, so I talked a little bit about the different nerves that we have. So, the pedendal nerve is responsible for like the the, the friction and all that. Um hypogastric nerve, um that stimulates the inner two-thirds of the Mm -hmm. vagina so if you're somebody who likes length and you like that part of your vagina stimulated then the length is going to matter if you're somebody who likes um that feeling of fullness because of the hypogastric nerve then you're gonna like thicker penises so it might be shorter but if it's thicker and they like you want them walls tore up then it's like okay cool then that's the size of his penis being thicker having girth that matters to you if you're somebody who likes, you know, you might have a shorter vagina and you're like, all right, cool. You know, I don't need somebody to get all the way up in there. I just want somebody to be able to, to have a to have a shorter penis with a curve that I hit that G spot and then I'm good to go. Like some mm. women don't like large penises. Like they, it doesn't feel good to them. And that's fine. Like everybody's different. But in that sense, like if you do have a shorter vagina and you don't like the feeling of of fullness and it's you know, you can experience pain or anything like that, you're not going to be turned on by a guy that has like a huge penis so it's it's it but that's okay like there's there's a lock for every key basically um so it's whatever like whatever you're into there's somebody out there who's gonna fit what what you need but i'll say for me specifically yes size does absolutely matter and i say from experience like i i i've never shamed a man for the size of his penis but i tell them well in advance this is what i like like i have these conversations if i'm dating somebody i have these conversations early of like this is what i like this is what i I don't like because I don't want to get to the bedroom or wherever we decide to do this, and I look and I go, oh man, yeah, <sighs> it's like all right. I'm gonna have to focus. Like if I have sex with this, part, like I like him. I want to experience this situation with him. We could probably do some other things, but I know in my heart of hearts that I'm not going to enjoy this, and I'm not gonna subject myself to sex that I'm not gonna enjoy just so he feels better. It's like I'd like to know what you're capable of doing ahead of time, or I'd like to know you know what you know. What are you into? Here's what I'm into. So if Let's say if the if the uh, intercourse isn't isn't enjoyable, then it's like okay. So what else right. can we do? Like let's let's right. let's, not, let's not, not count the whole situation out. Like you know, what, how how are you with foreplay? Like what kind of other acts do you like? What you know we can explore. But those are conversations I like to have way out the gate. So for me, I'm like listen, I have a, I have a length requirement, I have a, a girth requirement. I it just because I know what I like. <laughs> I know I I know what I've experienced, and I'm like all right. Look, Let's not play games here. Let's not disappoint anybody. Let's not disappoint me and hurt your feelings.
1: This is why it's important, because I feel like a lot of girls, we do not know what we like. We do not know what we want. And then comes a time we just are here to please, Mm -hmm. which there's nothing wrong with that, because there's pleasers, there's receivers. But I feel like you should both definitely a guy's going in knowing what he wants. A girl should definitely be going in. Mm -hmm. And knowing what she wants. Yes. And that's on period. Period. And that's our... Everybody should. Mm-hmm.
2: Absolutely. I agree. Everybody should. And it's unfortunate that, like, women aren't... Our pleasure isn't put mm-hmm. central to, you know, our sexuality. It's like when we are taught taught reproductive health, we're taught, okay, here's how to, you know, avoid pregnancy and, and an STI. And we're not taught about pleasure. We're not taught about consent. We're not taught about speaking up or any of that but men aren't hard either uh, any of that. So, I mean, but at the same time, they're encouraged to, and seek, to seek out pleasure and, and things like that. So we have to normalize enjoying sex and being able to speak up and say like, this is what I like, don't, you, you know, telling them even during the fact of like, oh, try this, do this softer, do this harder, do uh, touch here, suck there, whatever. Um, but at the same time, men also have to knock that ego down a little bit because there are some where you try to tell them what you want, and they feel like, oh, well, what, am, what are you trying to say? I'm not doing it right. It's like, no, you're not. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but the, the male ego is a very fragile I thing that know. hasn't been addressed. But that's something that we feel sometimes afraid or or or. Uh, in actual danger of saying what we want, nervous. and why
0: I, I made already. a comment earlier about the penis being a clitoris, and why that statement that I'm not going to repeat because Ellie was like, uh, I'm not going to repeat, but this is why, like the statement that men are sometimes, it makes sense because your egos be so fragile, and for those who are offended, the pussy is a very. Go I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Offended, the shoe fits, that's on you, baby. That's it's just a, I mean. it's a,
1: it's a phrase. I don't like it to be used. It's just a phrase you know you know what it is though is the vagina is much
2: more is a stronger sex organ because we we it stretches it expands it contracts
1: It can it, it takes turn, it pushes out. It. the thing is that what i don't understand what i don't understand is men trying to explain to women how they should be pleased and what should make them feel good as if they now that we know that they have uh, you know, I guess a clitoris, a clitoris. Um, yeah. They know how they know <laughs> what makes makes them feel good, but they technically don't know how, how required what we require, what a woman really wants. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I, I don't know. Lately, especially since WAP came out, a lot of men, <laughs> <laughs> uh, a lot of men have been, yes. you know, talking about um, like girls' vaginas as if they've got one and they understand you know the anatomy of it and I'm just like you don't cause even you don't. we barely understand to a certain extent I'm, well, learning, I'm learning a lot today I'm gonna have to listen to this episode yeah. again and be like okay take she said from this, from this and she know. said that because I still don't know and I, I really want men to stop saying that you know this is mm-hmm. what makes girls feel good and exactly. this is no I think guys need to like lower your ego mm-hmm. and like take tips okay ask a girl what makes and you feel good and not every girl is the same not uh-huh. not every girl is not the same. What so works for one works for me. Right. So it's good. I think in general, door. I think it's good for. So not huh? every door has the same key. Not every girl. Is the same. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Right. So and that's the thing. So we have to.
2: I think for it's it's good for everyone to understand how a penis and a vulva works, no matter which one you have. Um. I so. I think it's good in the sense, like, for, for example, for me, it's been very helpful in my interactions with my partners and figuring out how to please them. Because I know what each part of the body does or which what each part of the penis and the clitoris and all that. Like, they're pretty much analogs. So when I talk about um, the penis being um, just a large clitoris, like, literally, when you're in the womb, it's a the, it's, it's the clitoris. And then when you, you either get the X or the Y chromosome, and if you get the Y chromosome, it, it grows. Then you get your testes. The scrotum it does is it goes from being the um it goes from being the labia majora to the scrotum it drops down the testicles um if you get a Y chromosome or if you get if you have the X chromosome instead of being testicles they remain ovaries it's it's That's it's really all the same thing with the old
1: poor Sierra rumor oh shame on them they can leave that
2: girl alone she, she leave she listen I want to be like Sierra okay. when I grow up yeah, she's she like her best life okay? So I'm like, you She's doing what she want to do. But yeah, so it's good for everybody to know what each part mm-hmm. does so that they know how to experience pleasure. And then, you know, you know, you know, what's normal, what isn't it, from a health perspective. Um, and you just think that that much more educated, you have much more pleasurable experiences and you know how to communicate from one person to the other. I end up educating my partners about their own bodies more than anything, like and how to experience pleasure in certain ways. I'm like, Yeah, yeah. You ever try this? Okay, let's try that because now I know how. Like I know that you know certain parts of the penis are gonna Mm -hmm. be stimulated by vibration
0: versus something else. So, yeah, it's it's a lot of fun that way. I I can I can see why. Yeah, knowing what to do, what it does. Right. So I know that. If you're new to this podcast, as you can see, we're we're two girls here. So, sometimes it seems like we go a little hard on the guys. We really do love you guys. And we really don't. But we have to educate. Because, you know, sometimes you or your friends, you guys mess up.
1: Right.
0: Um. One thing I want to talk about, because, like I said, Ellie and I are two girls. But we are, we support anyone's sexuality, anyone's sexual fluidity, LGBTQIA plus community. So, we want to discuss anal sex. Because no matter what you identify in, you can um, participate in this act. So what are the do's and don'ts regarding that?
2: Oh, I love it. I, I did like a whole, um, <laughs> I did a whole series on it on, on the YouTube channel. It, it, it's okay. The do's of anal sex, first of all, um, do go into it with an open mind, um, without judgment. Um, do... Educate yourself on the process before jumping into it. Um, Lube is going to be your best, best friend um, when it comes to anal sex, because it's not a a self-lubricating organ. There's like some slight lubrication, like, you know, that the body produces so that it's able to do what it needs to do on a regular basis. But it doesn't lubricate the same way that the the penis does or the vagina does. Like the penis secretes... um, like the pre-cum like that's pretty much lubrication um and it also like neutralizes the inside of the uh urethra um from urine so it's like the ph is balanced out um so those are self-lubricating the anus is not so use all the lube all of it all the (laughs) i mean you don't have to dump the whole bottle out but like it does not count (laughs) Spit don't count. Like just, just spit doesn't count. Like it, it, it's gonna dry up. It's, it's not the same thing. Um, so use like a nice water based lube or something. Or, or you know, you could try out. You can use water based. You could use silicone based. But as long as you use enough of it, cool. And then also take your time. Like you should definitely use foreplay. You know, like don't you don't just whatever you're sticking in there. Don't just, just ram it. <laughs> you just you, you 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 take your time to like relax the person like external anal stimulation no matter what again the, the anus is the great equalizer because we all have one so no matter who whether you're a penis or a vulva owner you can enjoy anal sex no problem and it doesn't say anything for your sexuality so don't go into it judging yourself or judging your partner and thinking oh well they we do this so i'm going to look at them differently like no Be an adult about it. Everybody be mature about it. Understand that, you know, there are something can go really well with it. And, you know, if you and sometimes it can get maybe a teeny bit messy. But if you go into it with an open mind and keep the wet wipes by the bed, you're fine. Like there are ways to clean clean out earlier, you know, like a little bit before (laughs) the act. Like there's no like the, the rectum is like the waiting room for. So it's not like you're gonna go in there and it's just gonna be like a complete mess. It's like that's just there might be some remnants, but it's not mm-hmm. like you're gonna go get into a situation. Um, but yeah. if there are some remnants of things there, have some have some wet wipes there, or you can do a, a quick enema um, right before that. Mm-hmm. In the video that I put on my YouTube, like that, like there's like a a whole discussion of like the preparation and things like that. You can do a quick, you know, a quick water enema, not with the, not with like water that's hot, but like, you know, just nice lukewarm, you know, not too cold because you cause cramping. Do like a nice clean out, maybe like an hour or so before and you're, you're good to go, but have fun with it. Like, you know, turn it into, don't make it weird for each other. Like you just go into it <clears throat> with an open mind. Talk about it. Don't spring it on anybody. Like, I don't care if you're like, oh, I'm going to try something new. Do not like... Even don't just shove anything in there at at all. Like, because you, you have to be relaxed. If you're, if the anal sphincters are not relaxed, it's, it's going to naturally clench up. It's, it's an automatic response. So you have to be emotionally relaxed, but then you also have to be like in the mood and worked up for it, use the lube, and then just like slowly, slowly insert things. Like what's going to happen is it's going to expand and contract and the more, um, turned on and relaxed Mm -hmm. you are, it's going to invite whatever it is in. So it's, it's, it's not a matter of forcing it. It's a matter of like letting it Mm -hmm. go in and contract like that. You see what I mean? Um, It's going to feel more, more pleasurable that way versus just being like, all right, shove it in and pay attention to pain. Pain is your friend. If you are experiencing any pain during anal sex, that means stop. (laughs) That means do something different. That means use more lube or it means go slower or it means probably change that position or it means, Mm -hmm somebody needs to relax. But in 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 any situation, like I said, pain is not good. Anal sex is not supposed to hurt. If it hurts, then you're doing something wrong. Um, and don't judge yourself. Again, like if if it's something you enjoy, it doesn't mean that you're there's something wrong with you. It doesn't mean there's, there's anything wrong with your partner. It doesn't mean anything from one sexuality one way or the other. You a, a person determines their own sexuality. There are so many men that are like, Oh, I don't I, I wanna try, you know, anal play, but I, I'm afraid that's gonna mean that I'm I'm gay or I'm bi and it's like, Who are you performing the act with, sir? Are you still attracted to women? Okay. Then you're you're a heterosexual man that enjoys anal play with a woman. Can <laughs> can we can we, can, we can, can I make your toes curl now? Can I can I can you? Can I do the thing to you now that I want to do to you, and I know you're gonna enjoy it, and you're gonna ask for me to do it again because you like it because I know what I'm mm-hmm. doing. Can we just enjoy this without you being in your head about it? but um, do give people the space to to feel what they feel because if they have any past trauma or if they you know have any thoughts around it, you can talk about it. You can talk about those things, but in a in a way that's non judgmental that'll help put people at ease. Um, if there is any trauma, it's good to address that with a therapist. Absolutely, mm-hmm. um, but. Be patient. Patience is a very important part of, you know, having um, anal sex. And have fun. Have fun. Enjoy it. That's, that's like, the big part about it. Enjoy Enjoy that situation. If you're not enjoying
1: it, then it's not good. good. Uh So, I want to get into the topic of um, masturbation. And um, I know you're the perfect person to talk about this because Uh you have your own toys. Um, So, what a lot of women don't feel comfortable doing and we discussed earlier how it's important for um, women to really understand their body and like, you know, what they like. So what is the importance of a woman um, knowing and learning um, down there? And um, what can you like talk more about masturbation, uh-huh. like the toys that either women can use and um, men can use um, in the bedroom with their woman? huh.
2: Um, so, first of all, masturbation is, is totally natural. There is nothing wrong with masturbation. Um, if anybody's told you otherwise, they're a liar. <laughs> let, me, not so, let me not call them liars. I'll say they're misinformed. They, they just don't know. Any better. Um, masturbation is a very natural thing. Um, pleasure is a, a natural response to the stimulation uh, to our genitals. And if we practice regular masturbation, we'll know what we like. We'll know how to tell somebody else what we like um and we'll be able to please ourselves we won't be so so like hungry for somebody else to do it for us it's like if you are regularly just kind of like knowing at will how to give yourself pleasure then it's just overall good for your for your well-being it really is like your 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 sexual organs should not go unused like any part of your body so the same way you go to the gym the same way you eat good foods, the same way you sleep properly masturbate have sex, like it, your your sex organs are there to be used, they're there for a reason. Like they literally, orgasms can literally boost your immune system. Um, They're they're helpful for stress reduction. I mean, it's it's not to be used in place of dealing with your problems, of course, but it's something that like, it's good to also get in touch with yourself, you know, just to feel more at home in your own body and enjoy the experience of being there. But just self-exploration is very, very important. And again, you know what you like. You don't need somebody else to do it. But it's like, now that I know what I like, I can share this experience with someone else and I can Mm. better articulate how I want to be pleased. Um, And this goes for, you know, whether you have a penis or a vagina, like everybody should be, you know, masturbating in a way that feels good to them. Um, And it's also good for endurance. Like, so for example, like edging. So um, if you want to like, have, like, a a more intense orgasm. You could learn to masturbate and extend it out so that you don't have an orgasm right away um, and just kind of let it build and build and build and build until you decide to say, okay, I'm going to release, and then you have that orgasm. So it's, like, practicing. It's really good for men, too, to increase stamina during sex. So if they have um, quicker uh, orgasm times, then that's one good way for them to practice not coming so quickly. But then the same thing for, for vulva owners, too. Like, there are some... Uh, people who have vulvas who have orgasms very quickly and they want to enjoy the experience maybe a little longer. So it's like, okay, practice edging. You no, know, whether it's internal stimulation or clitoral, external clitoral stimulation. Like, practice, you know, dragging yeah, it out yeah. for a little bit longer. And it's a fun experience. Like, just be present. Just be mm-hmm. mindful. Just what are you, what are you experiencing in your body? What other places on your body feel nice to you while you're, you know, exploring? You know your genitals or or whatever. You can have orgasms all over the place. You can have nipple orgasms. You can have uh, there are other erogenous zones all over your body. So explore, see what feels nice. So again, when you do decide to share your body with somebody else, you'll know what to do already, and you'll be able to unlock those feelings, and it'll it'll yeah, be that I, much more more pleasurable.
1: This earlier nothing because, wrong with it. Um, when she said stamina. I've just heard too many women complaining about and, stamina and <laughs> <sighs> we just you know, we just gotta do we gotta we gotta we gotta work We gotta. it's not that. a race it's, it's a, all right. a
0: marathon the story of the what the tortoise it's, and the yeah, hare okay the, actually let's learn
1: after the tortoise <laughs> not the hare
0: Hmm. Mm-hmm.
2: yeah like there there's so many things that people can do too like um so there's, there are toys, uh, no matter whether you have a, a penis or a vulva. Like, and that's the funny thing, too, is a lot of the male-identified people that I've dated, they're like, oh, you sell sex toys, so women must love those. I'm like, yeah, the guys do, too. Like, you you understand, like, you have, other, you, you have sex organs. There are things that stimulate it so you can have fun and whatnot. So mm-hmm. let's go ahead and educate you on the things that we have. <laughs> um, there are vibrators. Like, a vibrator can be used mm-hmm. by anybody. To be totally honest, like um, we can use it to stimulate the clitoris directly, use it to stimulate the G spot, use it to stimulate the prostate externally and internally. Um, You could use a um, a penis owner could use a stroker. So there are some manual ones where, like, there you can use like a masturbator sleeve. There are some that vibrate, there are some that pulsate, there are some that stroke, there are some that are connected to virtual reality devices. Like, there's all kinds of things that they can use. there are actual prostate stimulators. There are um, there are some that rotate. There are some that warm up a little bit. they vibrate. All kinds of stuff. Um, so it really depends on what you're into. For vulva owners, like I mean, off more sex toys are marketed toward uh, vulva owners because that's just traditionally what it's been. Um, so you know, you have your your vibrators. You have your uh, clit stimulators that. Some are, are air pressure uh, or activated by air pressure um, versus vibration. Then you have um, dual action where it'll be uh, internal stimulation and clitoral stimulation at the same time. And it could do like a vibration on the inside and like a thrusting on the inside, vibrating on, sorry, vibrating on the outside and like thrusting on the inside. Um, then there are <laughs> like,
1: oh my
2: God. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, there I, but this is what I do though. Like so when people like there are so many people that are like, I have no idea what I'm doing. Because that's that's how I started out. Like when I first started buying mm-hmm. toys, I was like, what in the hell? Like there are just so many things out there. What's right for me? So that's usually what I do is I work with people one-on-one or even couples to see like, okay, what is it that you like? Mm-hmm. What is it that you're looking to experience? And here are your options. Because they can get very overwhelming with like so many things out there. And once you figure out what it is that you like, which is again why masturbation is a good place to start. Um, then you can start to figure out, okay, well, I think I want to try vibration or sometimes too much vibration is, is not, not fun for people. Like there's some women that I've spoken to where they don't like direct split stimulation. It, it's, it's much, it's too overwhelming. Um, or if they do, it has to be like very subtle, uh, more of like a slight buzzing versus like a rumbling. So there are different toys that do different things mm-hmm. um so it's good to ask those questions yeah. and explore you want to mention?
0: can we dive <laughs> uh, into that yeah. just a little bit where is it located um why mm-hmm. many men don't want you near there many men many men <laughs> <laughs> why um, they are they're just afraid <laughs> for you to even go near it and they're probably missing out on the best orgasm of their life so can you just dive into that
2: because of fear-mongering, toxic masculinity, you name it like there are a lot of just the 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 fear that someone's gonna be labeled one thing or the other and then there's all the stigma around anal sex no matter how you uh, identify people are there's this this myth that like it's supposed to hurt and it's not. So I think once people get over that, first of all, then it's like, okay, well, you get over the fact of it, you know, not having it. It's not supposed to hurt. Okay, then, well, I'm not going to do it because that means that I'm uh, that I'm bi or I'm gay or I'm this. Which, first of all, there's absolutely nothing wrong with. I personally have had some amazing experiences, experiences with bisexual men who are have been some of the best lovers I've ever had. Um, They're much more. In my experience, they've been very attentive, uh, very sweet, very attentive this whole myth of them wanting, not knowing what they want and, and not being able to stick with one partner or not. Like, no, they're very, they usually, they communicate a lot and they, you know, if, if they are, it's not like, you know, they're with you and they're like, Oh, but I want the person over there. It's like, no, they just, they, 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 anyway, so um, there's this fear of being labeled one thing or the other. And it's like, no. And we talked about that a little earlier. It's like your sexual identity is determined based on who you are, attracted to not not the sex act itself because if, if that's the case okay uh, uh, a blow job uh, uh two men can 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 give each other oral sex does that mean now automatically that anybody who has oral sex is is homosexual it, it's, it, it's it's stupid like it that's not how it works so um this this idea that like oh you know a man should should only be the pen the person to penetrate like, there's this idea that, like, we're supposed to, like, the penis is supposed to be the dominator. It's supposed to be the thing that conquers everything and decides everything. And it's like, no, that's not how sex is supposed to work. So now they freak out when now they have to be penetrated because the idea that they have is that I'm going to be the submissive one here when I'm supposed to be the one conquering the other person. And that's not what it's about. So they need to get rid of that. Um, so, and then also, they don't know their own body mm-hmm. sometimes. They don't know how anal how sex works. A lot of us don't. So, they, they don't understand that there's a lot of pleasure to be had there. They don't understand the process or, and all that. So um, I think that's where a lot of it stems from. But I, I think with this gen- next generation coming up, like even with a lot of the men that I'm talking to now, like you'd be surprised how many men are like really down for um, anal exploration and prostate play, but they're just like terrified that somebody's gonna judge them for it. And then unfortunately, some of us have also internalized a lot of the. Um, a lot of the preconceived notions of like, oh well, I've heard women say like, oh well, he wanted to try some some anal stuff. So I, I don't know. I started to question mm-hmm. his sexuality. i that. it's I like, can't. come on, sis.
1: <laughs> like, let's not get into I it.
2: Like, remember, don't get into it. Don't shame people. We're not going to uh, come out and say this. Yeah, stuff, or,
1: yeah. Came out with her book and she talked about mean. how you know she likes to please her man, and this is what her man likes. He likes he likes a little finger to you know, and, and that's her husband. I and mean, everyone was like, oh, Dwayne Way, he liked this, he like that's what he likes. And oh he's expl- God, like how many And he's exploring it with his wife. Right. What's wrong with Which, that? Yeah. What's wrong? And people are labeling him as being this because he likes to he likes this being played in his this area. I'm just like, this man is exploring with his wife. Yeah.
0: Like, um I have a question for uh-huh. the men. See, I'm I'm asking for you guys. I like you guys, okay? <laughs> um, is there a way for them to explore prostate play without externally, without having to go through the anus internally? Okay.
2: Yeah, absolutely. So um, so in between the scrotum and the anus is the perineum is the gooch? and right to like so and, yes. So that there's a space right in there where you can put a vibrator right there and and change his whole life. (laughs) So it's like there's like if you feel in that area, you're going to feel like a slight bulb, like a like a bulge. Um, And it's like going to be a little spongier than the other than the other part It's going to be a little closer to the anus. Um, So if you go from the scrotum down and just kind of like feel, you just got to use your thumb like with some light pressure and feel. You can start to feel where the prostate is or even let it like ask him to tell you when he starts to feel the difference or the change. Um, That's where you want to focus. You can use your you can use your thumb. You could use a vibrator. You could use whatever. But yeah, you can you that's or even cock rings too. like there are cock rings that um, that have bullets on them instead of having it facing like on the top of the penis to, to touch the uh, clitoris, you can face that bad boy down and now it's hitting the, the uh, hmm. perineum and it's stimulating the prostate. There are some that has <laughs> been that far back. So that's the, that's how you can do it too. So if you're, if you're less inclined to have somebody else like actively probing or, or doing stuff like you can, while you're, while he's penetrating his partner, he could have the cock ring on that's faced backwards to be stimulating the that area yeah, too. We, so you, that, you know, I that's was an option.
1: How that, that looks? Do you have that in your store? Yeah, that in a store. I need to see a picture of how that looks. Uh-huh. And guys, we're gonna um, we're gonna have a link to her store so you guys can always yes. go and check that out too. Oh
0: wow! Yeah, I'm learning a lot. Learning <laughs> a lot. And we I'm have good I think we have last question. Yay. Yeah. So do you have any tips on how to have an open, healthy sexual conversation with someone that you want to have sex with? Because I know throughout the episode you mentioned, like, we talk about what I like, you know. Sometimes I know, especially for women, it's kind of like we feel ashamed to even say, I like sex and I like it this way. So, like, what tips would you give men or women to just having that conversation before the act?
2: um first of all get comfortable with yourself and what you like you have to you have to decide for yourself that like okay i like this and that's that if somebody there i have options like if somebody isn't into this into what i'm into somebody else will be into that thing like trust me there are some kinks and fetishes or even just likes just general vanilla likes and dislikes that somebody's going to be into I, i i can attest to it from personal experience um but just as a rule of thumb, like try not to limit what you like because of what someone else you're afraid of someone else is, is going to say. As long mm-hmm. as whatever it is that you're into um, isn't hurting anyone else or, or you know, crossing mm-hmm. anyone else's boundaries. It's all fair game. You know, mm-hmm. so um, first of all, decide what it is for yourself that you do like and take inventory of that for yourself. And then, you know, get comfortable with saying it, you know, little by little with the people that you're dating um or with you if you have a current partner just saying like okay I like this I want to try it um and even asking being comfortable asking your partner too like I usually I pose the questions to them first so I'll say something like um so after I've gotten to know them so it's not like the first thing I jump out the window with it's not like you know I do like a lot of um uh, online dating so it's not like the first thing I jump out the window with like hey how are you how's it going what do you do for you (laughs) like sex like I don't I usually like to get to know the person like, mm-hmm. and stuff like that. So when it feels right, when it's comfortable and you think that you've established enough of a connection where you might want to have sex with this person or where it's like a mutual thing, you can just ask them like, so um, what do you like sexually? Like what what uh stimulates you? What turns you on? Like what kind of things are you into? Um, You know, so
1: I think as long as you don't like ask it in a creepy I, way, <laughs> because some people do. I that, never know the proper way to bring things oh, up. Uh, I'm about to hop in the shower you yeah. yeah. uh, like, Oh, without me. You can't oh, wait. You, you laying in bed. What you no, you're cut off. you cut off. I hate it. Off. I hate it
2: cut so off. much. It's not fitting. It's, absolutely. <laughs> don't do that. Y'all don't do that. Come on, man. Like, it's the worst. Communicate. We're worse. Like, yes. Yeah. All them subtle hints. I'm like, I'm like, all right, cool. Enjoy the shower. What do you want me to do about that?
0: And <laughs> and I get and I get it. Okay, she just it took a shower. Why is she telling me that? But sometimes it's like you just ask me what I did, and I just I just hopped out the shower. Like, do I have to now lie that I just took a shower because I'm afraid you're gonna be that way?
1: <laughs> That's how I think about it. Right.
2: Yeah. Those are the ones that usually determine whether or not I go forward <laughs> with. Like the, the number of the number of cis hetero men that have talked it themselves out of pussy just in the last three Lord months alone. Hell. I don't understand. How, like, I'm stimulated by a person, like, their genuine personality, like, their, their confidence, emotional intelligence. That gets very far with me. Having a regular stimulating sim- like conversation, getting to know me, treating me well, actually courting me, I will change your friggin' life sexually. But if you just come out the gate talking about. So. Feeling kind of a uh, feeling this kind of way you want to come over, sir, we've had five lines of communication. No. Or we're having a great conversation. Then it's like out of nowhere, literally this has happened out of nowhere. So how, wh- what's going on? How you doing? Oh, I'm good. Just over here. Feeling we, really we horny. And touching myself. And I'm like,
1: we're
2: not there. We're, we we're not there yet, sir. We're not there yet. We're not there yet. I was just asking. I was expecting you to say what you're watching what? on Netflix. I, I was about to tell you about a really cool documentary, and now I'm out of nerd mode. And you tried, You brought sex into it. Now you're being creepy. I'm not feeling it right now. We were having great conversations. Now we're not. Now it's just like, oh, okay. Now it's like radio silence. Like, like that's that's Where that is really the rush? Work. I'm
0: in a situation right now that this guy is so. Adamant to turn every single conversation sexual. And mind you, this man is fine, beautiful. And She's it's from, from Dilian. And for you to be that fine and that thirsty, it's a problem. And yes, I'm gonna call it thirsty because if every single conversation has to switch to that, you are thirsty. That, that makes me think you you are not either, you don't get as much sexual pleasure as you need to, and you're that frustrated that every conversation look. go rub one out because I like don't don't put that on me to fix your urgency to because it's just it's when, not attractive especially at when a man
1: can't have like a a, a great dialogue like you yeah. know let's talk about what's going on like or sports or like anything something. besides yeah. oh yeah my dick this it was, no you, baby, trying boy, you trying to show me something like baby boy we no we're not we're not doing that Like that, like a guy coming. No, 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 yeah. I like my Crayola's coming out. (laughs) Um, control it. That's right, girl. Come on, come on. You don't know
0: how to control yourself by now,
2: but but that's the thing. They're not told to, they're not taught to. We're taught to keep all of our sex and stuff be a lady, be it under control, save sex from marriage, all this other stuff. Well, what, you're supposed to be a lady in the street and the freak in the sheets. First of all, be however I want to be in the streets Mm -hmm. as long as I'm not like breaking any laws. But at the same time, I'm like, just just basic human decency and respect. Like I'm not gonna, you know, there's a time and a place for everything. Like the same way you're not gonna start talking about sex, you know, in the middle of, of, of a work meeting um Uh you're not it there's there's you know i'm a regular human being like basically talk to me how you're gonna respect me the way you respect your boys you know what i mean because i feel like they're gonna they're gonna not talk about certain things or not check them on certain things because they don't want to disrespect them or hurt their feelings i'm like can you have the same consideration for me please and usually those are the ones that don't last for me because they're showing me their true colors up front it's like okay Uh that's who you are certainly there's a woman out there or or man or whomever there's someone out there that likes that it's not me though. If, if you're trying to get someone like me, then you're going to have to recognize that what you're doing right now isn't cool. So I need you to bring it back, reevaluate yourself, go do that inner work, find out why you feel the need to conquer and have sex with everything you see. Is it that you feel that you're you're? Uh, do you feel like you need to be validated? You're looking to be validated by how many women you can have sex with and how quickly you can get it done. Who told you that? What, go, let's, let's, let's unpack that. Go back. Who, who told you when you were 12? That you're a handsome guy, you're going to get all the women, and if you don't, there's something wrong with you. Maybe, maybe you have to reevaluate your manliness or something. Who did this to you? Because there's a lot of there are a lot of guys out there that they're not addressing their their emotional health or sometimes their own trauma because some of them have also mm-hmm. been sexually assaulted, but they're told that they're supposed to like it, and, they, they, and then they act out in hypersexual ways, and then it's just like, oh, he's just being a man. No, he's hurting. He's doing is there's something going mm-hmm. on there, but nobody. He's not talking about it nobody's addressing it but and then it's like it, it's it's not called out because he's being a man if a woman does it it's like oh she's she's in a whore. she's got daddy issues she's this isn't <laughs> and that and it's like
1: another man has mommy issues all right all right <laughs> so, so.
0: yeah we were <laughs> it's, it's, for on um we're gonna <laughs> wrap up so that was the last question but you guys know for new we have a segment on our show called melon monday <laughs> and melon monday is a time where we highlight black creative entrepreneurs Anything and everything Um, on our, if you go to our page, girlfriend's guide underscore podcast, you'll see every single time we launch, we have a new Melon Monday. So our Melon Monday today is, of course, Taja, because she did not just drop all this knowledge and not give, you know, a way to contact her, reach out to her, use her (laughs) services. So at this point, Taja will just go ahead, kind of summarize like what she kind of did in the beginning, what she does, where you can find her, the services that she offers and all of that.
1: So go ahead, Taja
0: okay so again satin kiss
2: helps people lead healthy happy sex lives we have body safe sexual health and pleasure products and we empower and educate and we also do it with cultural competency and are backed by a certification by the center for sexual pleasure and health so if you're looking to increase or change your sex life whether you are uh whether you're single whether you're in a relationship no matter how you identify as far as your gender or your sexual identity and culturally, you know, we definitely cater to women and people of color, especially Black women. Um, this is a space for you, Black femme, no matter how you identify. This is what Satin Kiss is a place for you. So, if you want to buy sexual health products, but you want to be educated on them, and you want to make sure that there are no weird toxins in them, we have all the things. Okay, so check out SatinKiss.me. Everything is available online. If you have any questions for me in particular as, you know, as far as your sex education questions, feel free to reach out at contact at statinkiss.me. And on the social media platforms, we're on Instagram, uh, Twitter, Facebook. Um, I'm going to actually send all of those links. So it's going to be like a nice little, you know, yeah. I have like so many of them it's ridiculous and we're on YouTube too. So um, I'm going to be the one answering all the, all the, you know, the contact things uh, no such thing as tmi and your information is confidential and then the shipping is confidential so don't worry about that you know what i'm gonna put i'm gonna give i'm gonna do a discount promo i'm
1: gonna
2: do let's do okay let's do i'm gonna put the i'm gonna put the code up so it's gonna be 15 off your order if you use promo code uh okay. girlfriend kiss 20 Girlfriend. Girlfriend, see, girlfriend kiss girlfriend
1: doesn't make it easier girlfriend kiss all right we'll they have see. that attached girlfriend the, kiss 15 this is a you saw my face you were just like oh okay
0: girlfriends kiss 15 we will have all of that um if you guys are new once again like every monday when we have a million monday we put all their information so all of this will be in the caption all of that um we are also working on a live for you guys soon with taja because mm-hmm. we already knew we're this episode follow-up questions hey. and just want to want to hear the voice <laughs> and we are already unfiltered on this but instagram we can be really 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 unfiltered. unfiltered so um we will come out with a date for you guys probably by the time this oh, okay. airs we'll have a date and we'll announce it but so if you guys are listening to this episode you want to email us dm us dm taja with some questions go ahead and do that and then we'll formulate you know kind of like a Questions panel that way mm-hmm. Taja can go ahead and answer, and we can you know go on live and just have a little bit more of an open discussion. Yeah. So um thank yeah, you so thank much, you Taja. So much. Oh, it was, so it was a pleasure. Welcome, yes. Thanks for having me. This was well, fun. Guys, thank you for listening, and thank you for not watching <laughs> our, first our first episode. <laughs> thank you guys so much. Um, we will see you <laughs> next, not, every other Monday. So next Monday, i yes. that, so,
1: and we'll see you on YouTube. We'll see you on YouTube.
0: Yes. All right. So thank you guys so much, guys. Have a great day and have a great rest of your week.
1: All right. Bye, guys. Bye. Thank you. Bye.